Hello, and welcome to the Storytellers. Our first story takes place in a fantasy world named Phanesia. I hope you enjoy our story. Thunder crackled. The wind howled. The dark sky had no mercy over the miserable land. Nothing could be heard over the rage of the sky, but oblivious to all, even the king of all of the Phoenician Empire did not see nor hear the clip-clop of a horse's hooves on a gravel road. If the king had known and stopped the mare from galloping away out of the capital of Phoenicia, the world would have been quite different. Phoenicia and Earth as well. Chapter 1 in a different part of Phoenicia, leagues and leagues away, lay a mighty city. People in those parts called it the capital of the north, for it was in the northernmost reaches of Phoenicia. It was still under the control of the king, but it was far away. The city's true name was Stone, because the whole city was made of that. The only wood that was used for construction was for the building fires in the fireplace or under the kettle. It was rumored that the city was built by dwarfs, masters of rock and gem. The theory was quite possible due to the fact that the northernmost cities and towns lay at the foothills of the biggest mountain range in the world. Many snow-capped peaks sprinkled the sky of Stone's horizon. Truncador the tallest mountain in the world stood waiting for a human to climb it. But the peak stood so high that even if you flew on the back of a dragon to the other edge of Phoenicia, the peak would still be hidden in the horizon. Dwarfs are open to the fact that they live in the great mountain, and even if the king wanted to expand in that direction, it would be impossible to send settlers, let alone an army big enough to push the dwarfs out of the mountains. But back to Stone. The lord and leader of Stone was currently in his office at the top of the city hall, reading a letter from the king sent a week ago and stamped with the crest of Phoenicia. It read, Dear Alice, Lord of Stone, the project is nearly complete and soon my plans will be brought into full motion. By the time you are receiving this note, the capital army will be marching to the Norman Plains for the first use of my weapon. We are lucky to have inherited a nation in a most active state. The reason that I am contacting you now is to order you to send Stone's finest warriors to guard the capital, for I will be left unguarded for the longest of time. With that being said, I would like to thank you for being able to hold the Dwarfish border for so long. It would be a shame if it were to fall while troops were guarding their king. Hmm, punishable by increased taxes. That last part made the Lord livid. How was he supposed to maintain the breach with his army gone? The only way was to recruit half the village for the army. That would only cause open rebellion. 
Why must the king be treating us so horribly? The racket only summoned his younger brother. What is the matter? The king requested that we send off Binus to the capital immediately, but has threatened that if the border falls, he will increase our taxes. Well, I say refuse, and take the punishment, and spend our time supporting the people, and warn them of the upcoming tax raise. The king can't afford to send the army here in the current state of war. He might after the Naming Plains are captured. No, he can't. Then he'll be right backed up onto the Great Forest. And you know what might happen then. The younger brother Charles was right. The forest that surrounded the Naming Plains was inhabited by elves. Humans are certainly surrounded by all other imaginable creatures. Then maybe we will send people to the capital to steal the evil king's jewels and break free of the empire. We would surely succeed seeing how the king's attention will be split between the gnomes, elves, and dwarves. He will not expect humans to turn on him. Mighty Lord of the North, I am honored to be a service of you on your path to becoming a king. And with that, Charles bowed his head low and only raised it when his brother gave the command. Let us take it to the streets and gather supporters in our new great nation. Thank you for listening to episode one. I hope to see you next time on our segment of the radio show. Goodbye.